We are back. This is Mike Wall, and welcome back again to another episode of the Agent Revolution Podcast, the place where we deconstruct the biggest challenges facing today's real estate agents so that they can build a sustainable, profitable, but most of all, fulfilling real estate business. Our mission is to build a community of well-informed agents and investors who better serve their clients. I'm super stoked today. I got my man, Brad Vandewall. We're talking about how to sell more houses doing first-time homebuyer seminars. This is brand new shit, Brad. I did cuss, man. This is Atta brand boy. new shit. It is you, it is you let me go, Brad, because we're not keeping it PG today. So nice, any of y'all, any of y'all people who get offended by uh, by swearing, by uh, just you probably should turn it off right now. I'm just giving you forewarning. I'm not um, your guy. I'll throw it down for you, deliver value, but he will curse in the meantime. So, um, but before we do that. Um, Remember one thing, you can always get more free content. In fact, we have eight hours worth of absolutely free real estate business coaching over at Mike Wall, excuse me, meetmikewall.com. Brad, are you ready to rock and roll? I am, man. Lead the way. Man, let's do it. All right. So first of all, everybody's tuning in because they want to know how to sell more houses doing first-time homebuyer seminars, right? But before we do that, let's get right into your background because everybody I bring on this show has a unique story and how they got into real estate, right? I've always found that no one usually goes to school to become a realtor, right? No one ever goes to college thinking, you know what? I want to go to school to become a realtor. It's just somehow we you know, usually back into this gig and and most of us have a very unique story in how we got here. So I'm curious to hear yours. Yeah. So actually I was, uh, full disclosure, I don't have a high school diploma. Um, so I don't have that. Went to college though. You don't have to have one to do it. And I went to computers and I hate computers. Like I can't even do anything more than text. So it's like, it's awful. It was brutal. I hated it, but I was bartending and uh, it's tough, man, when you're making six figures bartending and it's like, it's like there's a lack of entertainment whenever you're bartending. <laughs> Let's just say that. Why is that world so hard to get out of, man? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that, that no. bartending waiter world. That's a really hard world to get out of, isn't it? Man, it was like I was making 150,000 bucks, you know, working with 60 different women night. Like it's not, sorry, Jess, my fiance, if you're watching this, but anyways, it's just, that's <laughs> just the way that it was. And then I had three bartender buddies and I owned a house. And we all rented it. And for four years, it's just that house should be set on fire. But anyways, the truth of the matter is, is that I always knew that I was destined for something that uh, was more than that personally. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If that's people's the way they want to go. But for me, I just, I'm like, this doesn't work for me. Um, I'm making good money, but I want to make go fuck yourself money. And yeah. uh, that's that's not the case. So I, I looked into it. 2009, arguably the hardest market Calgary seen since the early 80s. And I'm like, ah, let's try this. So I kind of hopped in. Uh, April 1st, 2009 was my, was my first day. And then, yeah. you know, I crushed 44 houses in eight months in the worst market we'd seen. And I was in the top 150 agents out of 5,500 my rookie year. So I was like, I'm pretty good at this shit. So yeah. then uh, it just kind of escalated from there and started a team. And, you know, last year we, we crushed 500 homes. So thanks to my, thanks to my team to, to help everybody do that. And yeah, man, we're doing a lot of interesting stuff via zoom. Like we're getting first time home buyers seminars via zoom. We're selling, uh, I'm so like tomorrow I'm doing a, an investment condo seminar to, to people in other parts of the country via zoom to invest here. We're doing sellers agreements via zoom. We're doing uh getting buyers agreements via Zoom, getting a, doing a presentation like this and then getting them to sending them DocuSign so they work with us. So we're really focusing on Zoom right now. And it's amazing because it saves so much time. And 
the show up rates are a lot better. Like I don't have to drive somewhere or meet somebody in my office and then they don't show up and you waste hours and you're pissed. It's like, all right, I'm at home or at my office. If they don't show, guess what? I'm going to go do something else. So yeah. at least you didn't drive somewhere. So it's, it's going to be the way things are going. So if you're not on that, get your shit together. Like you got to learn zoom, learn all this stuff. And I'm chirping because I don't know how to set it up. So I got a tech guy that does for that yeah. record. Like what you're doing right now, you can pay me a million dollars to do this because I don't know how, but <laughs> I have somebody that helps me with it. So if you can't do it, find somebody that can, cause that is not my jam. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. There's a ton to unpack there, man. Um, you know, I think this whole COVID thing, obviously there's two ways to look at it, right? There's, 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 I mean, you obviously could have a negative outlook on COVID, right? It's created a lot of chaos, certainly in business, but it's also created a lot of opportunity. For sure. And you guys seize the opportunity to be able to meet clients right now. We always love the idea of being able to meet clients virtually. I mean, let's face it. You're right. I mean, many cases you're, you're, you're 20, 30, sometimes even 40 minutes out to a client's house. And then you've got to drive back where you've wasted an hour and a half where, like you said, if you show up for a Zoom meeting, they don't show up. I'm at my office. I'll dive right in, do more lead generation or whatever it is. Absolutely. But this has created now a reason why folks should meet you via Zoom or Google Meet or you know whatever, whatever technology you decide to use. And now it's like you have a legitimate excuse to do it because of COVID, right? Yeah. And it's, it's been huge. Like we did first time home buyer seminars via zoom and we started them and we didn't know what the hell we're doing. Like, I don't know, Facebook lead gen. So we were trying different shit and stuff, enough stuff wasn't working, but then it was brick and mortar time around September, October. And then we sold three houses in three months. So I'm like, all right, there's something to this. Like it sucks. Cause you got to go set it all up. Then in Canada, like in Canada, there's like 25 million feet of snow and it's minus a thousand. So obviously I'm over exaggerating for everything, but it's like, Nobody would show up because just the weather, all of a sudden the weather was good. And then all of a sudden it's a foot of snow. So people are like, I'm not driving half an hour, but we still sold some. And then, you know, thankful to be working with my mortgage brochure, broker, Josh, big shout out to him. Without him, this wouldn't have happened. He's like, yeah. man, let's do this via Zoom. I'm like, you mean you do it via Zoom? Because I can like, I can barely turn on a computer. So if you want to try to figure it out, I'm all ears. Yeah. So we found a company, we started it off. We sucked at it. And then we had, you know, not many people showed up. And then, but now it's getting like my last one, I had a hundred people on it. And uh, for the full hour and a half, our retention was 94 people. So we have 94% attention. And then 33 wow. people signed up with my mortgage broker to get to learn about the pre approval process. Dude, that's sick, man. Wow. 4% retention rate is unbelievable, man. So that means you guys are definitely delivering value. No question. He's, He's really good. Like we've learned at it because we've done 40 or 50. Like I'm fairly yeah. charismatic on camera. I'm not going to lie. So some yeah. people like that too. We got to keep them engaged. Yeah. But at first you kind of get nervous. But now you're like, you just practice and practice. And I love being on these things. I'd be on Zooms 24 hours a day doing these podcasts if, it was, if I could get paid enough money to do it. Yeah, dude. I, I, I love doing it as well, especially when you've got something good to talk about, something that's actually delivering value to the marketplace. One thing you said, man, I really, I don't want to, I don't want to just raised by it. I think that you, you, uh, when you said you sold 44 houses your first year, I, I want to learn a little bit more about that. And then we can move into today's topic. Sure. There's not a lot of people that get into the business and sell 44 houses the first year. So I'm just curious on how you did that. Technically it was the first eight months cause I started April 1st, but yes, okay. it was my first year, but yeah. it's, it's, man, I'm a tenacious fuck. Like I don't take no for an answer. Cold calling doesn't scare me. Like I was born with natural abilities that I would just say most people don't have when it comes to the sales side of things. But if like technology, there's people that are better than I am. Other people have different skills. Yeah. The universe or God or whatever you believe in, 
gave me the skill set and the mindset to be able to do it and to, and to take rejection and just kind of laugh and be like, Oh, who cares? Next, yeah. next, next. And, and that's how I did is coming into the hardest market. It was a lot of dials. It was a lot of learning. It was a lot of door knocking, um, yeah. a lot of interest, you know, a lot of internet leads. This was 11 years ago. So it's kind of how this was, we were starting with um, in Canada, we have something called Kijiji, which is similar to Craigslist. It just looks visually a lot better. So I was posting foreclosure stuff because there's a lot of foreclosures and getting leads. So I was just being creative, but it was 18 hours a day to the point where like full disclosure, my first, my first six months I was working so much. I ended up being in the hospital. I didn't know what I was having, but it was ended up being really bad panic attacks. So I thought I was having a heart attack. So I had to take a couple weeks step back. So, you know, you have to find the balance, but it was just, just going after man. I wanted it so bad. I just wanted success more than anything in the world. And I just wouldn't take no for an answer and whatever it took to do it. That's the honest answer. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. I mean, that, it's not awesome that you went to the hospital, but it's yeah, awesome no, yeah, that yeah. you wanted it so bad that you just, it, it's kind of that whatever it takes mentality, man. You know what I mean? That you, you, you weren't, you weren't going to accept failure and you pushed through, you made it work. And, you know, I mean, you guys got to the point to where shit, you guys had the number one team at freaking yeah. Raymond. I mean, you guys were, uh, you know, 175 million bucks, man. You guys, and you're not that far into this, dude. Like you've not been doing it a, 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 like a, a super long time, man. There's people in business 30 years that we know never get to this point, right? And they're happy to tell you they've been in business for 30 years, but they've never sold any real estate. But so, it's, a mind, it's a mindset. Like, can I be candid about commissions too and have my goal and stuff and all that stuff? Is that, is that cool? Bro, bro, absolutely, man. Let's, okay. let's, let's get it all out. All right. So like for me, it was, it was a mindset. I really wanted to make 500 grand, right? Like that was my goal. And so my, my second year I made about 350, my third year I made 480. And then my fourth year I made like 490 and my goal was always 500 grand, 500 grand. And then finally I'm like, fuck it. My goal is a million. And then, so the next year I failed miserably and I made 860. So you know what I mean? Like it was all in the mindset is like, what, what got me here won't get me there. The actions to make me five aren't the same actions they're going to make me a mill. Right. Yeah. And then, so now, so then I went and then I, I never hit a million. And then my dad, I'm like, Hey dad, like I gotta, I gotta fuck, I gotta do this. Like my goal is a fucking million. I have to make a million bucks. Now yeah. I didn't net a million. It's gross for the record. But yeah. if you go to the back of my door, my dad posted a million bucks. So every day I would see that coming. So I'm like, I want to see that mentally, visually, I'm leaving the house. That's why I'm leaving the house. I'm coming in, I'm leaving. I see it in my kitchen. And it really helped with my mindset. And it, I don't, it's not a fluke. The first year I put that up, I made a mill. And then three years, every three years after that, I made that. And then, you know, after that, now it's two mil. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but that's, you have to, you just have to change. Now I'm doing developments. I'm doing different things to get you there. So mindset is so key. Like, don't limit yourself. Like for those of you like, or don't like Grant Cardone, whatever it's his 10 X models, just like, whatever you're thinking 10 times it and literally right. you fail miserably, you're going to be way further ahead than if you just had this minimalistic thought. So just everybody, every single person inside them has some kind of champion in them. Harness that, figure out what that is, put it, you know, and 10 X that. And, and that's, that's big. Like that's huge, huge, huge. Yeah. That's what helped me get here. Yep. And so like, when did you, at what point I'm assuming when you got into the business, um, you did not get into the business with the intention of being a team, right? You just, you got in it and you were just grinding, right? And then you figured it, kind of figured it out by doing the research. I've never, in 11 years, I'll be honest, I've never even put a listing in 11 years, ever. Like that's how tech, no. So like I went, started on a team, didn't work out, thankful where I started, 
My, one of my best friends, Maddie, who's still my business partner 11 years later. What a sucker. Um, we're still doing this together. And he had input listings. So he joined. We started a team. And then we had assistant. And I remember I had an assistant, man. I couldn't pay for her. I had to go sell stocks. I'm like, oh, my God. how? But I just trust the process. And you know what I mean? And then you just keep yeah. growing from there. So, no, I had no intentions. Trained agents. Then they left me because I realized I had no value. I'm like, I can do lead gen. It's like, who cares? What do you offer me? Culture, nothing. So, Taking a lot of licks, learning how to how to do a team. I still take my licks. Like as a leader, if you're not trying to grow, you're you're dying. So you know, I've I've made a shit ton of mistakes. My gosh. Yeah. How are you guys structured right now, Brad? Like, what what does your team look like? Uh, there's so there's, I I do things different. You know, everybody on my team I call is my business partner because we're in this together. Right. I don't have buyers agents. I don't have sellers agents. I don't have anything. Literally, they have they have a partner on everything that I do, and we're called. So we have two different things called the infill hub group, which is for the inner city of Calgary, which is a high end. And then we have the greater YYC group, which is the, ex, you know, the, the suburb kind of stuff, right? So we can brand ourselves two different ways. They have their names on the sign. They have partners on it. Like my ego is not big enough. I'm loud, but my ego is not big enough to be like, look, they say it's their team. That's the way I set up my team. So yeah. I set up my team very, very unique where everybody says on my team says it's them and there's all it's they're all business partners like i'm the captain of the team or the coach for however you want to look at it for hockey reference living in canada so that's what we live yeah, right. that's what we love right so i'm the coach and i coach my team or i'm the captain and i captain my team and everybody has a a certain spot where they're integral to the team's success yeah dude that's great man ours is set up the exact same way and i just think that's the most sustainable business model you know really that's that's kind of the that's the CEO model, right? There's the rock star model, which a lot of agents do, which is built around one person, right? Where, you know, it's, uh, you know, Bob Smith team or real estate group, whatever. And then everybody works for Bob Smith. He's either got buying agents or showing agents, or even in some cases lets them do both. But most of the time, Bob Smith's name's on the sign, right? And everybody works for Bob Smith and whatever Bob Smith, whatever leads Bob Smith doesn't want, he gives off away to his team, right? And that's, that's the way that traditional real estate teams have worked for a long time. And, now this idea of building a CEO based team where, you know, essentially what you're doing is you're creating a platform for really um, uh, hungry, humble, smart agents to come plug their businesses into. You're providing all the tools, systems, resources, uh, all the coaching, right? All the, you know, uh, uh, all the legion tracking, all that stuff. You're, you're providing all that and all they're adding to the mix essentially is, is their uh, ambition and drive. Right. And if, and if you can couple all those things together then you've got essentially, you know, the perfect business platform for agents to come in and sell as many houses as they want. Is that kind of the way you set it up that way? Yeah. And like, I love my team and they know me like some of my team, they get lazy and they're donkeys. Like some of these guys are my best friends. Like I'm eating my wedding party and we, you know, we're, we're all ride or die together. And right. part of that is being buddies is just being like calling, calling a guy out. So yeah, they take it as, you know, some guys get lazy. And I just realized after running a team, Honestly, everybody's on their own path, on their own journey, on their own destination. And and my guys are all, oh man, at least 28 and higher, probably more. It's like, okay, you're on your own. Like, I'm not here to babysit. You have the tools. I've trained you. you yeah. It's up to you to do what you want. So I, I realize that for me and the way that I run my team is, you know, some people are like, oh, you need to have accountability. You need to have that. Like, we have some. But at the end of the day, everybody's an adult. By me calling them and babysitting me, it actually takes me away from what I love to do is stuff like this, selling, um, coaching, everything that I want to do. And I, I don't want to babysit. I just want to empower agents to be like, hey, you can be a rock star. And, I, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that can help you. Yeah, micromanaging sucks anyway, dude. You don't ever want to be – I mean, we're in a 
we're in a level of business at this point where it's like if you have to micromanage people, they're probably the wrong people. You know what I mean? Sure. So certainly understand that. Well, let's dive right in, brother. Um, talk to me. Obviously, you kind of laid the the uh, the foundation for how this all started, but really dive in. I mean, obviously, when you when you're it was your lender that originally came to you with this idea. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. And, and so. Walk us through how this all transpired. How 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 did how did it lay out? Talk about your fears and failures, and then talk about how you kind of how do you how you made it better. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, going back. So again, brick and mortar. We'll kind of I'll kind of go back to there. I know we've been bouncing around. My fault because I'm a squirrel. So I kind of well, go everywhere. Really before you do that, though, yeah. talk about what drove this. Like, what what where was the, what what need were you trying to feel? Where, what did you see into the marketplace? I just wanted to make more money. That's the honest truth. Like, you know what I mean? Like as that. And, and I also felt that like, I wanted to make more sales. You know, we were trying to be the number one team at the number one Remax office in the world. Well, you got to sell more houses. So I'm like, Hey, what, how do we have to adapt to get more? This is great, but we need to add 30 or 40 or 50 to, to get there. And this was something. And, you know, again, kudos to Josh for coming up with it, but then we realized nobody else was doing it. And I think that was the other thing too, is it's like, I don't see anybody else doing this. And then, you know, it's, then we did the brick and mortar thing. And then, like I said, COVID came and then we did our first one via Zoom. And I think we had about 15 or 20 people that actually came on this thing. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Really? Okay. And then, so we kind of, you know, talked about it, did our slideshow. It was okay. Then at the end, we didn't really do it. And there was no call to action. We're like, yeah, but we closed the deal. And we're like, all right, that's not bad. And we, we had a marketing company that was doing it for us. Yeah. Then, you know, you learn, you do whatever. We didn't have a CRM because we were trying to do it together. So we was in Google spreadsheet and then he would follow up and I would, it was disgusting. Like he would follow up and then I would follow up and then maybe he would do this one in a different color court. Like it was archaic. Yeah. That's what we had. That's all we knew really what to do. Uh, and then we sold a bunch. Like I sold probably, it got to the point where I was doing about, um, I don't know. We were getting about 30 people on a time, 25 to 30. So it was like, this is getting pretty good. And we were, we were closing more, but he was too busy. He couldn't do all the follow-up. So since then he's actually hired three mortgage brokers and he's got a fourth because that's how busy he is. He gets like 200 appointments a month now. So I'll kind of go into how we progress to do that. So what ended up happening was, is that then we were getting this and it was withering. And I'm like, man, I tried so many risks and I just fly by the seat of my pants. You know, I've made some great decisions. I've made some terrible ones, but luckily I'm ahead. So I met this new marketing company in Canada, these young guys that are super smart. And I'm like, they were getting me leads at the time. I'm like, there's something to these guys. I'm like, I think that they can help me with this first time home buyer seminar. I literally called them up. I'm like, guys, I think we got something here. I got to call you and I'm going to fly down there. So they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm hopping on a plane. What works? And they're like, uh, I'm like, I'm bringing my fiance. They live in Niagara Falls. And I flew down there about a week later. And then we locked ourselves in a room for about a week, uh, a full weekend, like nine till nine weekend. Then we actually designed a course because I'm yeah. like, guys, this course is going to change real estate agents lives. We got to figure out how to be able to, to do this to the masses. However, we weren't sure what kind of leads they'd get. I'm like, we're down to like 15 or 20. And I remember I'm in my office right now and I was in my, I'll never forget the first one we did. And I was in my, the, the bedroom that we were doing. And then they did the lead gen for us that time. Yeah. And I'm looking around and man, I'm seeing this thing go up and go up. And we had like 120 people that registered, but then we had 78 people that came on. And I remember, cause I don't talk first. Josh does. I remember running back and forth and we're on the phone being like, are you kidding me? We had 78 people on this on a $500 budget. 
That's nuts. Then they perfected it. Then we tried it for other people. We offered it for free. We're like, hey, we just want to use your market. You just have to pay the ad spend because we were, we're building a course out for it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's figure this out. We did this. Then we did one in Toronto. Guy had 256 people on a webinar. Gosh, dude. That's 256. Cool. Then we just tried one in Ottawa. Ottawa, we did the first because we were realizing what it is. It's like there's a hundred dollar budget. That was it, hundred bucks. They had a hundred people on. <laughs> like it's it's a dollar a lead. Yeah. Man, wow. it was I thought they had a five hundred dollar. Like, man, because my my business partners are calling me being like, Man, we got a hundred on. I'm like, that's awesome. They're yeah. like, Yeah, it was a hundred dollar budget. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So, you know, we've 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 cracked the code and it's it's all tech, it's all follow-up. Like so by us, by me taking that risk and flying out there and learning more about this company, we're more successful. Now the minimum we've got on ours is probably, I'd say 65 to 70 now is the minimum every week. We yeah. actually had to upgrade the Zoom my my mortgage broker did because it caps at 100 what he had. Yeah. So now it's like we never had 100 before. And that's on, and our budget's half. And our budget's only 250. Now we're getting 100, where before it was 500 for about 75. Yeah. Like they really figured out how to make it work, which is amazing. So it's like I've already closed six deals from this month. And I think I have two more CS and I'm showing a bunch. Like it's, I hope to sell 50 houses from it this year, minimum. That's insane, man. So tell, so walk me through. Are they still managing the advertising campaigns for you on Facebook? Of course. I do nothing, man. I literally just show up and do my song and dance, and then okay. and then I help them out. Yeah, I don't do anything. I don't understand that. They build it out for realtors, literally build the whole thing out. You yeah. just have to show up. Okay, so um, walk through the logistics. Like You said that your lender kind of starts off the conversation. What what yeah. is What does it look like? So he talks about why get it, why be pre-approved in the market. He talks about in Canada, we have a first-time home buyer incentive. And then he talks about why using a mortgage broker is different than a bank. So that takes him, it's it's like clockwork, because we do it every week. We've done 40 of them or whatever it is, right? So he hits at about the 42 to 50 minute mark. And then I come in and I talk about how whenever you want to work with the how if you're buying a new home, because our new home sales are pretty crazy, like across North America, is why you want to work with a realtor, the benefits yeah. of that. Then you, I do um, why you want to have a home inspection. Yep. And then I also do uh, getting a condo document review done if you're getting a townhouse or a condo. Okay. And then we go into about 30 to 35 minute Q&A. And that Q&A is super important because they listen to us for about an hour. Yeah. We normally have about 10 to 15 people that sign up right as the call to action is there. But we normally double our double the amount through the 45 minutes of Q&A because they start feeling comfortable. They get to know us. It's more interactive. So that was a big change that we made was our close is having their like some of our like our last one went an hour and 40 minutes, we still have 35 people on. And we're like, guys, there's nothing left to talk about. Like, I don't know what you want us to do. So we just kind of shut her down with a bunch of people on. So the Q&A at the end is is the game changer and the call to action to sign up with the mortgage broker directly in Calendly. Okay, so basically what they're doing, the call to action is sign up with the mortgage broker for the pre-approval, right? Then you know you got them. Yeah. Once that pre-approval has been done and that's handed back off to you and your team, you go find them a house and get them. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, my mortgage broker is probably, he'll, I'd be shocked because he does it in two different cities. I'd be shocked if he didn't close 150 ends from it this year. Oh my gosh, that's insane, dude. Um, and so obviously you guys are getting better and better and better at this and, and you will continue to do that. Um, 
Dude, why not? I mean, you could do this into any market and just refer the deals out, couldn't you? And make 25% on every one of these sales. You could do it across the United States, across Canada, across Mexico, right? Yeah. If you, you get somebody to translate it into into into, into Spanish and, and like, dude, this is insane, man. Think about like how much, how many referrals you could actually get paid on doing this stuff. It's huge. So we took a little bit of a different approach because when money comes involved, uh, what I found and I've done something similar to that. Like I used to, like I was crazy, man. I started a team in Seattle, in Ottawa, and in Kelowna. So I used to have four different teams in four different cities a few years back. That was the worst year of my life because I was flying everywhere. It was awful. Speaking of a learning experience. Yeah. So what we decided to do, because we had that concept, is there's no way of tracking it. It's a lot more work. Now it's just the guys and, and they do it. Like they run it, they do everything. So they now have a program that they started on Monday of last week that they sell you the course, they set everything up, and then you just have it. The best part about it, it's like their company's called Real Estate Commissions on Demand because literally like I did, I was in Mexico a couple weeks ago. I did one in Mexico. Like yeah. it's with Zoom, you know what I mean? Like you can do them from literally anywhere. So if you know, if you want to just turn it on and they teach you how to do it, they set up your first one and then you know how to do it and they have customer service if you have other questions. So their, their mentality was, because one of them's getting licensed, they were going to do it and just, I'm like, guys, and I just, we talked to the logistics of it. I'm like, just charge a flat fee for a course, make it extremely affordable, um, and then just blow up. And that's that's the business model they decided to go with. Brad, did the length of these things matter? Yeah, you got to be at least an hour. Man, I'm telling you, man, keep it interesting. Our retention is 90%. We're yeah. at an hour to, we're, the, we're more, we're an hour and a half every time. Every time it's an hour and a half. Because our, our, like clockwork, like literally if I'm out showing houses, yeah. I know I have to be back for my Zoom meeting at 8.20 local time because that's I come on between 8.17 and 8.22. So if I want to make sure I have a grace period, I'm there at 8.10. It's the same every time. So it's you have to have it that long because if it's shorter, there's not yeah. enough value and you don't build rapport with these people. The rapport at the end for Q&A, I'm telling you, was our game changer. Complete How long does a really good one go? What's that? How long does a really good one go with Q&A and everything? Uh, about an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes. We're basically there. Like we hard stop. It starts at 730. We we normally try to have a hard stop at nine. But like I said, last week was the biggest group we had. We had 100 people. So there's still 30 some odd at 915. We're an hour and 45 minutes, an hour and 45 deep. So yeah, just okay. depends. And, and so um, obviously, did you guys beta test different times a day like doing this? I haven't. We just made it. It's literally been for us. I don't know if they've tried it in other cities. It's seven thirty local time. Everybody's local yeah. time. Okay. Yeah, and people show up. Like we, you know, we gotta have one hundred and forty people registered and one hundred show up. Like you can't ask for more than that. But the reason why their show up rate so great is because of this company. They they have automatic emails that go out, automatic texts. Then they have text reminders. I mean, we beta tested this so much that I'm like, hey guys, I have an idea. At about the five to six minute mark late send out another reminder text so people know they can still join if they're late just by that one simple text we started getting 15 to 20 percent more people that showed up because yeah. some people are late and they're like i don't want to be late it's like hey guys you still have time to log in and then all of a sudden now that now just that's just an automatic text that goes out to our database for people that signed up so it's it's down these guys have it down to an art form yeah. i'm telling you right now now, do they do they give you a talk track, or is that something you need to come up with on your own? Uh, they give you, yeah, they give you mine. They basically give you my, um, for lack of a better word, my slideshow, and then you just doctor it up for however you want. Keep some, keep the verbiage, change stuff, 
market it, do whatever. But yeah, they, that's part of it that they give to you too. Dude, that's awesome. And so obviously you're just targeting first time home buyers. Have you thought about any other kind of leads you could target using this uh, Zoom strategy? We have, but the challenge is time. Like I'm just, I just don't, and I hate when people say don't have enough time because I don't believe in that. Yeah. I'm choosing not to make time to do that because right. my time's allocated elsewhere. Sure. So sure. I know that this is a proven system. I know hands down, I'm going to sell 50 to go and try and do it again right now. It's not, I'm not saying we won't, yeah. but we have something that works and it, how much work I've put into it for the last year, perfecting it to do it all over again, doesn't appeal to me currently uh, right. at this moment. So are you, when you get uh, a pre-approval from your lending partner, are you taking that personally or are you giving that to someone on your team? I normally, until I can't take it, the truth is for my team and they know it. If they step up, it doesn't even have to be in sales. If they step up, make more calls, do certain things, I'm going to give them a golden nugget. But if they don't, they don't get it. So the yeah. answer is sometimes, but, yeah. but not often. I've even offered them to be like, hey, go set it up with another mortgage broker. Yeah. They haven't taken the time to do it. And it's been a year. So you know, it's, it's, uh, if I can't handle it, I will. Like there was a bunch of leads that, you know, I couldn't handle that, that we got to do. And, and the truth is like, this is like, well, there's still flaws in our system because I don't have enough. Like keep yeah. in mind, we only follow up with the 33 people that book those 95 other, those 90, let's say 70 people that were on, they don't get followed up with. Then the 40 people that didn't even show up, they don't they definitely don't get followed up with. So I'm yeah. not saying my systems, but every week, if you're doing this, how are you following up? Even with the team, how are you following up with 500 leads and doing it well? It's challenging, but I realized there's a flaw in it. So I just told my team, like, look, guys, these guys have all seen, like there's nuggets. So we're getting that organized. So we're still learning that. It's, it's just, it comes down to time. That's what yeah. it really boils down Dude, to. I love it, man. I th I, it's, it sounds freaking amazing, man. And like, it just makes so much sense right now, given the climate that we're in with COVID and everything that's going on. It's just a brilliant idea. It really is, man. And um, I'm curious though, for you guys, like, have you, where, like, are you, can you create more of an audience by spending more money? You can, okay, all right. So you're not maxed out at a hundred. God, no, our budget's half of what it used to be because my mortgage broker shit in his pants. He's like, I can't get more than a hundred. I get, I could probably get two fifty on, but he's gonna crash. He literally is four. So he has to have hired four mortgage brokers. He's looking for two more. We'll maybe scale it up as it goes, to be honest. But like, we can't. He does. We just don't have the. The honest truth is, we don't have the capacity to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've seen other people try it in my city. And then I go and I kind of follow what they do. And they did the same mistakes we did from the very beginning using all these different things. And I went on and I got my fiance to go on the other day. And, you know, it, the, the presentation, you could tell it was at the beginning, kind of like when we started, but they had five people on, four were staff. Yeah. That's a lot of time and effort to have five. Like yeah. now I have a company that does it. I show up for an hour and a half. My mortgage broker gets them approved. When I get approved, I get a text or an email and I go show houses. It's awesome, dude. I love yeah. it. I love it, man. So uh, that was obviously a uh, a swing and a and a hit one out of the park, oh, 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 buddy. That it was a. That's probably that's one of the bigger grand slams I had for for my career for sure. That's a big one. You know what I love about it, man? Because I mean, this is the issue with like internet leads, right? I mean, internet leads are obviously better quality leads than going into a phone book and saying, "Hey, call from A to Z," and sure, it's buying a home, right? It's basically, it's a sifter, right? It's, it's, it's leads coming into top of funnel 
and then you're nurturing the leads and then you know hopefully they're going to set an appointment with you and you can write a contract and get them to the closing table but the quality of these leads have to be i mean really really good man like what is your so let's say what your expectation off a hundred people coming uh, and a 94% retention rate, right? Like what yeah. would you expect to close off something like that? So I would say that it's a great question. So I would say my expectation would be that's the, again, full disclosure, it's the biggest one we had normally around hover around that 65 to 80. Um, I would say the expectation is approximately 20 to 25% book a meeting. And then of that, I want to close 10. Okay. That is fantastic, man. I, I, uh, I, I love that. Like I, I definitely want to get more information. Um, I, I mean, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't go ahead and set it up in our market, man, right now, because like, I, I just think that's an area that no, Every, one, no everybody one. should like, seriously, everybody should in the course, they made it affordable. The course is four grand and it's only a one-time fee. Like yeah. if you're doing commissions, Inc, if you're doing anything else, like a $1,500 a month and there's all this ad spend, but this, you get quality leads. So the four grand though, you split it with the lender. Yeah. So it's two grand and then your ad spend, like mine's 250 a month. So it's 125. My mortgage broker is going to do 150 deals this year from a 4K investment. It, yeah. they, the, the numbers don't even make sense. And the great part is you turn it off, you turn it off. If you want to turn it on, you turn it on. Like if you want to get busy, you're like, hey, you start it off, you get to learn it. You do as many as you want. Once yeah. you learn how to set it up, you're just like, okay, I want to turn it on, turn it off. You don't have the budget for it, you do whatever. Like, it, we were learning and I did 250K from it last year. And this year, it'll probably be five just from a, and my monthly budget might be a thousand bucks a month now. Yeah. How, like how, how, how many of these are you doing? Are you doing once a week? Like I can't keep up. So I can't, we probably, we're probably doing them every two weeks right now. I'd like to do them every week, but he just doesn't have the staff to do it. That's the honest truth. So it's every two weeks because he can't handle the volume. Wow. That's awesome, dude. That is amazing, man. Well, um, what is so you mentioned the name of the company, but if you if you want to give them another plug, man, and, and maybe we can drop a, a URL into the comments section. And, uh, you know, if people want to reach out and explore this a little bit more, where do they go? I think it's RicoDemand.com. I'm not even 100 percent sure. Like, I think they just got their website up. So I think it's R-E-C-O Demand, D-E-M-A-N-D, RicoDemand.com. And if that doesn't work, just add me to Facebook, Brad Vandewall, and then just say, hey, I'm interested in that. And then I can. I can pass along their information because they've been, they've been, the, they've been testing it for a, a while. Um, and then they did, uh, I did a Facebook live for them or sorry, not a Facebook live. I did a zoom last Monday and uh, you know, they did a little bit of marketing and they can only take on a certain amount of clients at a time. They can only take on 10. And then we had 50, I think we had about 50 people that showed up mm -hmm. and 25 stayed till the end. And they sold out of their program. There's people on a waiting list by doing a live like this. So then that's the thing. I'm doing lives for like so many different things. Like they sold 10 courses from that Monday, like cash in the account courses that people are buying and people are tripping over themselves. Like, can I get exclusivity? Can I pay for exclusivity in my city? Like four grand is not a lot of money as an investment. Whenever you're, it, you have this forever. Right. Like my return on investment is going to be like out of control. And as I said earlier, I'm doing it wrong. Like I'm just following up with the people that fill out. If you truly then follow up with everybody that showed up and then the people that didn't show up, like your numbers are going to be astronomical. Yeah. Like the team I told you about in Ottawa, they have seven ISAs that are in their business. So 
they're just going to sell so many houses from this. It's crazy because yeah. the people that show go to the mortgage brokers, the ones that don't book go in their drip system, the ones that don't show, and then they just keep following up. So they're going to absolutely crush it. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, that. who's to say you couldn't just upload them into a system like Commissions Inc. or KB Core or something? Absolutely. Nurturing them there, right? You can start yeah. seeing them properties and, um, and drip emails and text messages and like, dude, I mean, that, that's, it's brilliant, dude. I love it. I freaking love it, man. And, um, I think it just makes so much sense. Uh, it's, it's just, uh, this is long overdue and, uh, and like, you don't even have to explain it to a consumer now because everybody understands if you're doing a zoom, that's probably the safest way to meet right now. Yeah. I mean, so love the idea, man. Well, listen, I'd be remiss. Uh, we're running up against the clock here, but I, I yeah. want to hear more just, uh, briefly about your transition from Remax to EXP and, Talk to me a little bit about uh, what happened. How about all transpired? <laughs> all right. You said I could be myself. So the, prepare for a few F-bombs and what I actually know. So I've been trying to get recruited DXP for two years. Um, I'm a very big thinker. And it was explained to me like, they're like, oh, do you have a open mind and want to go out for coffee? I'm like, they're asking for me and my fiance to have a threesome. Like, what kind of open mind are people like looking for here? Like, it's like. Of course, I have an open mind. Look at like, yeah, sure. But yeah. It, just, it, it was so, it was just, it was wrong. And the, the information was delivered wrong time and time again. And I remember, I remember it's December 1st, just December 1st, like two months ago. And somebody recruited me and I'm just like, I literally text them like, I will never recruit or be with EXP ever. And then we're making t-shirts and all this stuff a bit fun now. And then finally I had, I was in Mexico, I was by myself. Uh, I had to get away for a bit and um, had too many tequilas. So I reached out to somebody that I knew that was in EXP. I'm like, I need you to get me on with the highest fucking guy you can get me on because this is people are doing and I need to explain to me at a high level of what the possibility is. Not just for me. That's what I needed was a high level explanation. <laughs> Not coffee in an open mind. No, no, no. That's maybe in another lifetime, but no, yeah, not that. So you look at it and um you know, then it got explained to me and, and it was just, it's such an amazing company. It's the way the future. And, and it got explained to me at a high level and how I can help agents and coach them and do everything that I want to do um, and be an open book and how everybody's one brokerage. It was just so many different things. So then I brought it back to my team and I'm telling you, like, again, you told me I can be me. We made fun of EXP for two years, more than that, solid. Everybody agents like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And some of my best friends are with the XP, like Whistle, like, you know, Whistle's a rock star at San Diego. He went there years ago and I'm still like, nah. And Treasure Davis and I, Treasure Davis just went over and she's a friend of mine too. And she's a massive Remax team, one of the top in the agents. So she's great. You know, and she's with, she's with him. And it was just like, she just came on and we're all friends and part of this mastermind group. Yeah. And we're like, Whistle and his EXP, Whistle. And man, almost the whole mastermind group is honestly converted over these are some of the biggest producers in north america yeah so there there's something to be said there and you know for me 47 percent or 44 47 percent of my market is remax that means one or two houses i think we have the largest in the world for how many it's remax and it was you know then you're the number one team at the number one remax office in the world you're you know that on your signs doesn't hurt uh so we had all this all and then i'm like you want to what though what are they doing for me? Like, what are they truly doing for me? And then this just, you know, it gives me opportunities to, to have a retirement plan, to help agents. It's just, it's just so much better. Like it was really hard. I love my broker, Pat Hare. He's yeah. really helped me. It was really hard to leave Pat 
it wasn't hard to leave Remax, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, man. And, you know, we, we ran into the, the, the same thing when we transitioned. And, you know, the, the thing that trips me up the most, I think, is that, um, you know, when people say they're happy where they're at. And I think everybody has this idea that they have to leave somewhere when they're unhappy or that's the only time they can leave somebody. And I'll tell you for me, um, and I think I speak for most of my team, is we were perfectly happy at Keller Williams. Like, yeah. I didn't really have a reason to live. In fact, we were opening up our own office. Uh, we were in the midst of doing that when this when this opportunity fell in our laps. Man. And I'll tell you, if I wasn't at EXP, I'd probably still be there. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't understand when people say, no thanks, I'm happy where I'm at. Like, why would you, why would you not at least want to know what you could potentially be missing out on, or at least be educated as to what else is going on in your local marketplace or in, you know, I guess for, for us now it's in the world. Right. And so oftentimes that's the one that stumps me a little bit. What, what, what is your response when you encounter an agent that says that they're happy where they're at? See, I'll be honest. I haven't done, I've been there a month. I haven't done too much. Like I think what it mostly is, is going after your, you know, whenever you're talking to people in your city, it's easier. Like I have a little bit of a, hopefully a great reputation in my city. Um, so people are calling me naturally, just asking me why I transitioned over all that stuff. Right. And I'm like, just take an hour. Like I moved, like literally, like everybody knows I bleed Remax and used to, it's like, just take an hour. And I think that's easy. It's easy for me in, in my local market to do it because they know that we're, they know we're the number one team at the number one. Like right. people just naturally know that. So it's like, this guy moved over. You got to be kidding me. And it's just, and you know, some mini shockwaves to the city. Like what's going on? What is this thing about? So right. I'm getting calls, I'm getting stuff. And it's just like, look, I get it. I've been explained to it wrong too. Just give me an hour. I'll show you an hour, sit in my zoom. I'll show you exactly what it is. And if you have some, you know, if you like it, you know, let me know. And I think that that's it is what you don't know. You don't know. And I had been explained in my opinion, it was approached to myself wrong where I think that, a lot of agents can be that way because think of VXP and it's been transitioned over the last seven or eight years yeah. coming in. A lot of people are getting calls, but you're getting calls from, and again, every, again, I, I truly mean this. Everybody's on their own path. If you sell three houses, 10 houses, if you're comfortable or that's you, but to get a, a bigger agent, like I'm just going to use myself, for example, I got to have a bigger agent that sees bigger pictures. Whereas before, if you're getting recruited by somebody that's, selling two or three houses a year and you're selling a hundred, it, it can be, it can be challenging to different languages. Yeah, really is. yeah you're right. And, and what's really, I think you, you put it so eloquently when you said basically what you're doing is, is the, you, by you being where you're at, in other words, the number one Remax team at the number one office, you've created some credibility and influence in becoming that. Right. And so, that kind of has a trickle down effect into the marketplace where now people, like you said, are naturally curious about, well, why would someone like that move? I'm curious and I want to know more, right? right? Because, you know, Bob Smith moved, but Bob Smith, he sold nine houses last year. And, you know, that's great. There's a spot for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but you guys moved, you sold over 500 homes for 175 million. Now I'm, I'm, am I missing out on something? Right. And should I, I probably need to talk to him. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's really, that's really it. And you know what? I almost believe that like my goal was always to be the number one team in our office. And it was, it was a struggle. Some of the top agents in the whole city are from my office. So it was, 
it's a lot of work. We were very proud the first year and in last year, last year, you know, like I left December 30th. I actually left, I could have left January 5th and let it be announced. Yeah. Um, but we decided as a team, it's like, we already knew we were, we were number one again. We knew that because we had our numbers and it's like, I think it's going to send more shockwaves and they announce and send in all the papers and all of everything. And our team's not there. Yeah. And they're going to be like, what just happened? And, uh, and that was it. yeah, it was it because people from our office, like they know we're there. And then all of a sudden the paper gets produced and we're not in there and all the marketing's in there. They're like, so my phone's going off the hook. They're like, where are you? I'm like, well, here I am. Well, Brad, it's definitely been an honor to have you on for the last 46 minutes, man. I so appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to, uh, to join and, and share with our audience. Um, how can people get in touch with you, man? What's the best way? Uh, there's a couple different things. I have, um, I have coachingwithbrad.net, sorry, coachingwithbrad.net okay. um, and stuff like that. And, you know, just call me. And if people want to know anything, it's, it's, it's whatever. Like, I'm here to help. Mike, like I love this stuff. Like if you found any value from today and you want to do another topic, I'll come on anytime. Like I live to do this stuff. Like you can tell I get animated, I get yeah. passionate. So, you know, I just believe that there's so much business out there. There's enough for all of us. Every single person can make as much money as they want. Um, just align yourself with the right people. So yeah, they can find me, you know, at coaching, uh, coachingwithbrad.net and uh, get some get some answers and stuff like that too. Well, as usual, I love sharing these stories week after week because I know this show is literally changing agents' financial lives, my own included. Do me a big favor. If you know someone that might enjoy the podcast, please, please, please share it with them. And if you like this podcast, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like Mr. Brad's episode today, please give us a five-star review. Don't forget to visit MikeWallLive.com where you can get eight hours of absolutely free real estate business training. Uh, Brad, thanks again, man. This thanks, was man. a pleasure. We will definitely get you back on because I know you can add value in so many different areas. Appreciate Love it, man. I always appreciate your time. Thanks so much, guys. You bet, brother.